Hello and welcome to the Paddle School Podcast. Your host and paddle coach Sandy here. Each episode I will share with you my paddle coaching experience, bringing you top tips, latest news from around the world and interviewing some of the leaders in the industry and all to help you play your best paddle. So let's not waste any more time, get comfortable and enjoy the episode. Today we have a really exciting episode from Finland with Carl Wirta, who is the Paddle Tampere Operations Manager, and we have seen a fantastic growth both in Finland and with Paddle Tampere. So today we're going to discuss that, their competitions, how we've done with our coach education this week, and lots more. First of all, thank you very much for having us this week. We're in Finland Paddle, and I'm, it's been a fantastic week. We've really enjoyed it, and this is actually one of our first face-to-face podcast so I'm quite excited about that as well just before we get on just let us know a little bit about how you got into paddle and, and kind of your experience to start yeah thanks Andy for having me in this podcast it's a great honor and privilege to be to participate in, in the cast yeah my story I mean it's not maybe the most usual paddle story so to speak I don't necessarily come from the sports background per definition in terms of profession I'm a trained business historian well as many other people during the pandemic started to think about what is it they really want to do in life and, and how they want to spend their days and, and you know being basically at home working from a home office for far too long made me realize and, and, and question what is it that I want to do in the future and there was a certain moment when I when I was ba- mainly working behind my desk on, on topics from my own old work but and I played paddle in the afternoons and in the evenings and then I started to meet the people here. I started to feel the atmosphere that we have here in Padel Tampere. And, and slowly and steadily, I started to, to integrate more and more into to, to the community. And one thing led to another. I had some, some wonderful meetings and discussions with the CEO of Padel Tampere, Eetu. And yeah, I think we just, our paths crossed, basically. I wanted to, to bring something back. I want to be social. I want to be with people. I wanted to be in the sports world. I think people are more wealthy when they do sports. I think that they, it's a healthy and a, not wealthy. That, I mean, oh. healthy. Mm. And, and people feel more better with themselves when they can do sports. But it's not only about sports. It's also the, the social aspect to it. That, you know, all the events that Padel Tampere hosts, it has a certain flavor to it, a certain way of doing things. The positive atmosphere got really me hooked into into the into the entire sort of world of what we have been creating here at Padel Tampere. And then eventually, eventually, I, I was hired and, and I started to work here. Perfect. Yeah, and, and I think your that story of the, the kind of social aspect of Paddle has also been reflected, you know, across Finland. And um, we, we first kind of saw Finnish paddle when saw them at European Championships and we saw the team and we were like whoa really shocked I mean the level was really impressive for you know the sport only having landed in Finland probably a couple of years ago Mm. just give us a a, a brief kind of summary of of how paddle in Finland has gone you know how how many clubs and courts do we have now and uh, players and things like that yeah, I mean, it is quite the, the skyrocket story, so to speak. I mean, we, it, it's good to, to pay respect to the, to the old pioneers who, who started to play paddle in Finland probably somewhere in, the, in, in 2010, 11, around Helsinki area. There was this outdoor court where the really first paddle players played. But the actual sort of explosion of paddle came somewhere in 2015, 16. But here in Tampere region, where we are at the moment, with with the roughly 300,000 inhabitants, the, the real explosion came when Padel Tampere was established in 2018. It was the first first two courts were established, and yeah, it has been 
Yeah, if you think about the fact that in 2018 we had two courts and now we have just below 40 courts at the moment. We just opened a new club in Nokia two weeks ago. That tells quite a lot about we have seven different locations for, for clubs. And that, that, But that's just paddle temporary. Yes. So, so, I mean, how many courts do you know in In Dumbbell region. No, in, 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 in the whole of Finland. Mm, at the moment, I think it's something around 600 yeah. uh, with 40,000 something players, just below 1,000 registered or licensed players of the Finnish Pedal Federation. So, so the boom, the, it really has been blossoming. And That's fantastic to go in two years, to go from two courts really all mm. to 600. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that really shows the, the impressive growth. I mean, and this week we've been at the, the main venue at Paddle Tampere. So you've got your, your eight courts, a lovely location. What a location, you know, for, for tournaments, for your, your community. How have you seen the community grow there over the last? Because that's, that's been open two years, is it? A year and a half? The new venue. The, the big one that we've no, been actually, at this week. Actually, it, it was open in August when I, <laughs> when I started myself Only as well. Only last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a really oh, wow. new one. I yeah, I mean, the, the community over there, I mean, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, whenever I go there, there are people playing, you know, in the mornings. It's, it's a certain, there can be companies who have like their sort of weekly training sessions over there. It might be um, elderly people who have their training over there and then comes to the schools, school kids in the afternoon. And towards the evening, the pace and the, the liveliness and the socialness just grows and grows and grows. And people are, well, usually they first they make their warm up, then they play, then they end up having a like... Like casual sort of post-game activities they might go for the we have three different saunas over there uh, they might have dinner there they have a couple of refreshing drinks that's fantastic because i i assumed it was longer just because it's so full yeah yeah <laughs> you know normally it takes quite a while for a club to to get as full uh, as you are and and actually it, it's that's quite an interesting you know interesting topic for the rest of the world as well because i know in so many countries you know, they're worried about putting in an eight-court venue in, in an area that might not be hugely kind of paddleified. But I think with the right, I would say, the right atmosphere, the right attitude of the staff, you know, how long did it take really from, from opening to, to, to being at what, what, you know, you might be now 70, 80% capacity, do you think? or At, at least 80 at the moment, I would say. Yeah. It, st- it started really from the, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I mean, people knew what to expect. They... People who play um, at our clubs in Padel Tam- uh, at, at the Padel Tumblr clubs, they have a certain expectation of what it is like. They, na- they know the players that Padel Tumblr is really putting a lot of emphasis and effort in that every person who comes to, to play, uh, whether it's like a like a national competition or if it is just like a weekly competition that we organize for our players, even from a hobby level or from the from, from the rookie level, they all are entitled to feel like they are their own uh, that day is like super players or or like the mega stars that's what we want, want to really offer the, the the players is that, that everyone is treated the same way it doesn't matter who you are mm-hmm. and the point is that every everyone should uh, and are allowed to experience that that, that moment, feeling of success also on the court but also outside the court and that is really i think that is one of the key key things that has worked so well for us also for regarding the new club and regarding the the the, the, the aspect you mentioned that that, uh, that some some people are, are hesitant to open courts with uh, clubs with eight courts but i think that is what you need to do because if you want to really organize tournaments if you want to if you want to host events you need more than two courts you, mm. you need you need something for the juniors you need something for for an americano game you, you get i mean 
yeah. if you want to organize a, a, a king of court, which is a fantastic format, but for, for that, like two courts is not enough. You need more. So it gives a lot of opportunities. Speak, speaking of which, last week you held the first Finnish national competition, I think, at, at that club, which was, I think, probably your biggest competition to date, I imagine, yeah? Yeah. And, and you, we were talking earlier, you had 300 spectators at, at one point around the courts. How, how did you feel as, as one of the main organisers of the event? Did you, you felt like it was a huge success? I know people have, you know, people have said it was. How did you feel about the, that? Yeah, well, it's funny. It's, it's funny that you asked me because uh, I was kind of the host of the event. So host and the speaker and the master of ceremony. So I was calling in all the players and, and trying to put up the, the show element there as well, because I think the players and the audience deserves it. I think we are in the Finnish paddle scene. We are at that stage now that it's time to 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 bring up a notch the the entire. So it's not only about that the players are coming there and then they'll have to figure out themselves. I think we are way past that point. To to take the game to take the the professionalization of of the sport to the next level, I think it's very important that 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 we we at Padel Tampere, but I hope that also the other clubs start to focus more and more on how how is it that we're going to treat our players, how is that we're going to treat our audience. And to put up that show element there, I mean, we, we made quite a lot of work to, to have like extra light shows and, and, and smoke machines and all kinds of stuff and create that dark atmosphere and then like even the little mystified atmosphere and then the building ourselves, the, the, the places, the seats where the, the, the audience could sit. I mean, usually it doesn't have like that type of a stadium place. We really wanted to try how far can we go. And now we, we have our lessons learned. We know some things we want to go differently next time. But the feedback that we have received has been overall so insanely positive that I, I think that this, this, this really goes to show that we are on the right path uh, in the Finnish paddle scene. And I, I can only see that we are, we are going to, to, to make even cooler and even, even more spectacular things in the future. Yeah, and I mean, it's interesting there you're talking about, you know, really treating the players right and... and that's one thing I felt this whole week is that you really do treat the players at all levels, you know, all the right way, the way from your, your penguin juniors, you know, penguin paddle juniors, right the way up to your national, your players that are competing for the Finnish national team. You treat them all so well. And, and you know, that event of hosting the nationals is firstly fantastic for those players that are competing, but also for those that are part of the community and the social ones that get to watch that level mm. at, at your, your venue. Um, and that almost leads us on to what we've been doing this week with you, which is, you know, now we're working on treating the coaches the right way and, and, and really working on, on their education. So we, we started our, our conversations about this week, probably about six or seven months ago. What kind of prompted that? And, and what do you feel like, you know, is important for, for your coaches? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if you want to help our players to improve their game, we need good coaching quality, good or good coaching staff. And an important aspect of that is that we can't expect that the coaches can cover, cover all the corners from the, from the get-go. They might come from different backgrounds. Some come from tennis backgrounds, some come from squash or badminton or ice hockey or, or whatever sports, basically. But we think that that 
or we, we are quite sure about the fact that once we put a more emphasis on educating our coaches and offering them some extra learning possibilities, that will also make them more sure about themselves and then gives, gives the right type of, that they know that they're going somewhere with their coaching, that they're not just, just sort of like coming to the court and giving a lesson and going back home and, and continue with other activities, but rather that they start to think about, they become more aware of, of their coaching and they start to think about what type of a coach am I and, and, and what can I offer to the players and how can I improve their game? I know that our coaches are, are good good enough already now, but I still think that coaching is a continuous process. That's a learning curve that you keep on doing and keep on learning new things. That's like one thing. But on the other hand, I also believe that this filters through the for the community yet again so that they, the commu- community can see and experience that our coaches are being sort of educated. They get more, more tools, basically. I mean, it's not like... we. we we know that we we don't have to create inventive wheel all over again. That's not the point. But the point is to have more tools to continuously be be aware of your surroundings, who you are coaching, what type of people you might face, and all kinds of these aspects. I mean, I think this is so important that our coaches feel that we care about them, and at the same time, when that filters through to the player level, that the players see, that, oh, okay, these coaches care about us, and I, I think this is sort of a good circle that we want to put put moving. Mm. And I think it's been really interesting with your coaches because you've got two or three of them that are, you know, are very experienced in both paddle and coaching. And, and, and some, like you say, came from different backgrounds, some that are relatively new to coaching, getting into it. And I think the, the education side is almost great for, for both ends. It kind of empowers the, the, the stronger or, or more experienced coaches into essentially leaders of the group, but also it, it's a support system for the ones that are learning. And it's, it, can, it would be a fantastic knowledge share, you know, a way of sharing the knowledge, sharing the, the games and the exercises and, and the way of putting those games together. And we did a lot on organization of the lessons and the structure and how to communicate as a group. And, and I, it was, you know, even in the short time of, of, you know, three days, we saw a really nice transformation in, in some of those coaches. And I think, like you say, you've got a fantastic team of coaches that, that really will, will learn quickly and go on, go, go on to do some, some great things on court. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's, it's nice to see also like the, the, the little spark in their eyes and like, I, I, I like to see and, and, and talk with the coaches. How are they feeling? What is it they want to improve? And that sort of things. And, and I can really see that this week has been already now, e- even though you guys are still here and like time has not sunk in, into their system yet. Like, I mean, but I can already now see how much, how much they gain from it. And, and the aspect of that, they, they, they can also see that many of the things that they are already doing is completely right and they are on the right path, but they just give that they are just like sort of receiving and, and, and understanding new ways of thinking. And it's like really offering those alternatives. And I think that is just going to make them uh, even stronger coaches. Mm, and we saw that yesterday with the, the clinic across the, you know, we ran a clinic with all of the coaches across six courts. We had, what well, I think almost 100 players in those clinics yesterday. And and it was nice that that was a lot of the feedback from the players that it was great that the coaches were so synchronized and, and they, you know, the players came away having a great time with the coaches. And I think the coaches probably found it easier having a little bit of structure in their lessons. So, and, and that's an, a, another thing. We I've also done some player clinics this week and 
you know, the players have responded so well to to both, well, my clinics, but also the, the team's clinics and, and everything. It's, you know, the, the, the Finnish players are, are absorbing the information like sponges. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess it's a, it's a part of the culture, you know, like okay. the way the way we are, I think, in Finland, it, 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 the education system and everything, like people take it like if, if they have the opportunity to learn, they will learn and they will put a lot of focus on it. Mm. So yeah, so, so so that works actually both for, for the coaches and the players, but also for, for for people like who work in the more operational side of of, of our company. So like me, for example, I mean I learn also a lot, like observing what is going on during the clinics, observing what is going on th- during the morning sessions when we have the coach education, how they feel. Like I can see that the team building uh, atmosphere that they have at the moment, and it's it's even that is a very good sign of of sign of success successful successful event or successful week that we have had here to see in the coaches the in the eyes of, of them that, that that they feel like I, I can see that they they feel that we care about them and I mean that, that that's when I know that we were successful with what we wanted to achieve so mm, yeah and so what is next for paddle temporary like if you were you know looking in into the next couple of years what what, what would you like to see happen or what, what would you know your potential plans be mm. Well, there's going to be plenty of, of different type of plans, but but one of the things is that we are we have grown from from a very small company with two two courts to an organization, a sports organization that has to start to think as a as a, a sports organization. Tampere, you have seen and, and and probably experienced this week that Tampere has a very strong sports culture in general. We have two very strong ice hockey teams, very strong teams in in football, floorball, volleyball, basketball all kinds of track and field in, in many different uh, sports uh, sort of uh, scenes. And we want to become a part of that. Uh, so the Padel Tampere is not only anymore a company with a couple of courts and, and a few players, but we our aim is to, to become one of the, the big sport, sport uh, organizations in, in, in actually in the entire country. So that is one of the taking steps towards that. Mm. Um, and of course, we know it's not an easy step or a step that we can take today or tomorrow but we are we are working towards that process that we will be there one day mm. and yeah we are proud 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 part of Tampere <laughs> employees and who are, who are working towards that goal and but but this would only be possible because we have such a fantastic team in general mm. the, the coordination the the way the, the the restaurant staff works the the, the service maintenance staff the coaches mm. Uh, it's all together, isn't it? It's, yeah. Like you said, I think you have thirty. Is it thirty staff? Yeah, yeah. at the moment around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the near future is the the World Paddle Tour exhibition, which is happening this summer in in Tampere, which is going to be really exciting for well the local paddle community, but also you know it, it kind of lets everyone know internationally of, of what's going on here. I mean, yeah. you've got to be looking forward to that as well. Oh, absolutely. And, and we hope that we can be a part of that as well in, in many different ways and, and offering. I mean, our clubs are here here to be to be tested. And I hope that people are coming from, from, from far away to, to try our courts and, and, and our facilities and, and enjoy a, a good game and a nice, nice sort of pint of beer afterwards and have a sauna and, and really see what we have been working on here and, and trying to, to, to sort of show the world that we have, we have an atmosphere which is quite unique. Mm. And, and we believe that in the near future, this is going to, to even grow stronger. Mm. Well, I, I can tell you now, Carl, that your, your clubs will definitely pass the test. You know, having seen 
thousands of clubs in my time. I mean, the, the, the clubs you have here are, are amazing. And not just because now I'm a big fan of saunas, but, but also, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the people and the, the way it's set up, it's set up really, you know, to host professional events, but also, you know, to, to work with your, your budding paddle community. It, mm. it, it honestly has been such an amazing experience this week. You've been a, a, an incredible host and, yeah, I, I just think that the future is extremely bright with, with paddle tampering. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Those words means a lot. I mean, yeah, I, we have great facilities, great saunas, great restaurants and great services. That's all. But the most important thing I think here is that we have from the coaches to the, to the, to the restaurant staff, to the maintenance staff, to the, to the players who play here, to the operations team and all the, 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 the different branches of our network who we collaborate with, whether it's the municipality or whether it's the, 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 the local schools or whoever. I mean, it's the people who really make it happen. And, and my favorite, one of my favorite things is to, to go to, to see the young toddlers when they, when they are taking really their first steps with a ball and a racket. So the, the, the sort of the so, so-called penguin paddle when they're three years old and, or see the juniors playing coordinated with, with, with four or six coaches at the same time on six different courts when I see that, that, that that's that is the future of the sport mm. and that is really that like that is something that I'm so proud of that what we have we have created and what we are keep on continuously to work on and uh, and having you having you here as well as a part of that process we we learn new things towards that goal that we want to become like a real re- really big and really big actor who make makes people happy and, and move keep them keep them healthy and moving so i mean that is that's a value that we, we we treasure and we want to keep to work on towards those goals well i mean carl if if we can be a, a, a even a small part of that process then we would be very very happy indeed um thank you very much for your time it's been an absolute pleasure thank you sandy mm-hmm. honor is on my side cheers so there you could hear the enthusiasm from Carl in the growth of the game with Finland and also with Paddle Tampere. Please don't forget to subscribe and we will see you on the next podcast. Yeah.